0: Hello and welcome to Hudson Europa League! We are gonna give you some tips for the best 10 games we have in this first match day, we have Dani Fisichella with us and of course we want to know your opinion, let me know all your tips and predictions in the comment section and of course support us by clicking on the like button, subscribing to our channel and clicking on the bell to get notifications and now let's go on with the show! First matchday of the Europa League. We have so many games, but we picked only the best 10, Danny. And there are always many surprises in this uh, group stage of the Europa League.
1: How are you? Very well. Ciao, Edu. But it's the old name but it's almost a new competition because there are less teams. Because obviously UEFA has uh, created a new uh, cup competition on a Thursday. So obviously it's much more competitive. If you look at the groups, they're all evenly balanced, and there are a lot of big games already in this match day one. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: there might be some tricky ones. And as I said, let's start with uh, Bayer Leverkusen, Ferenc Baros uh, Leverkusen. They are six in the Bundesliga. They haven't started uh, bad at all, even if they lost at the weekend against Borussia Dortmund. But they are scoring a lot. Danny. And they were a bit disappointed uh, last season where they were out against Young Boys. I think we all expected Leverkusen to arrive further in this competition. Whereas Ferenbaros, they were out also against uh, Young Boys in the preview of the Champions League. That's why they are in this Europa League.
1: Probably we should expect goals here. Yes, they should expect goals because Leverkusen, uh, the second best attack in Bundesliga, they've scored uh, 12, they scored three at the weekend, but they lost against uh, Borussia Dortmund and you know they got a lot of talents up front they got Schick already scoring three consecutive Bundesliga games uh, Florian Wirtz is again in good uh, form and you know new faces as well Adili Kusumu that he plays at the back 23 millions from uh, Bruges so it is a, a team full of talent that going to target another top four finish in bundesliga uh, they have considered four at the weekend uh, but you know back, up until then they were also the second best defense in bundesliga if only after uh, four games and uh, they play a Varos team at home who won the last two games in a row in hungary uh, it is a team that started their campaign very very early the first game was on the 6th of july the first the first qualifying uh, rounds of the Champions League and I remember against young boys especially in the first leg that they played in Switzerland they had a load of chances they lost 3-2 but they could have scored a couple more uh, also because you know neither young boys or Ferenc Barros are great uh, defensively I think they are certainly a threat uh, no matter whether they play at home or away is a team that last year did the Champions League uh, finished bottom of the group but you are building up experience, both to score. I like that one, 2.30. Yep,
0: uh, good uh, odds for both teams to score. Then let's go to Croatia, Dinamo, Zagreb, West Ham. This is a tricky trip for a Premier League team. At Premier League team that last season they were great and also they started good. The season in yep. England, eight points despite the last two consecutive Dross, uh, after five seasons away, West Ham is back to Europe, Danny and Maximir is never an easy stadium. Tottenham, the rivals of West Ham no, because they were knocked out of the Europa League last season. And also we were a bit surprised with Dinamo Zagreb, we analysed them where they played against uh, Sheriff Tiraspol because we expected them to be in the Champions League group stages, but they lost against the Moldavian team. That's why they are here uh, topping
1: their group and in good form. So difficult for West Ham. Dinamo Zagreb are trying to get their season back on track. They had a slow start in the Croatian league and uh, I think they were kind of sure to be in the Champions League uh, group stages. See how they react from the big disappointments of losing in Tiraspol and drawing nil-nil at home against them in a must-win uh, game. So in the end, it's Europa League for them and yes, we remember the great game they played last year against Tottenham at the Maximir, but they cannot just rest on their laurels. I mean, the legacy of that game has long gone. So for Orisic and company, they need to step up again because uh, this is a tough game against uh, West Ham. Okay, they are back in Europe in the last four years. They come from an extraordinary campaign, uh, 2020, 2021, build around defensive solidity, just the defense, but the midfield very hard working. You know, uh, the arrival of Suček two years ago, we mentioned it, and also paired with other uh, very important players that I think has given a lot of strength and depth uh, to West Ham. Uh, they will play with Mikel Antonio because he's been uh, sent off in the game against uh, Southampton. He's a top goal scorer, and curiously, in the Premier League, David Moyes has deployed the same formation for the last four games. So now they will obviously make some changes also because they got Man United at the weekend. Let's see how the changes that Moyes brings in, I could expect seven or eight at least Perform. Uh, This is a chance for uh, Vlasic, the new signing, Yarmolenko, who does it with Ukraine, not quite with West Ham, Zuma, Kral, Lanzini. So obviously there is personnel there. Uh, Let's let's see how they perform, because you know for the first time they will start from uh, the first minute. Uh, They need to be better in the final third than they were at at Southampton. Uh, But for this one, um, I don't think Dinamo Zagreb are going to lose at home. I'm going to be cautious. Asian handicap zero. 240. So if Dinamo Zagreb wins, you win the stake. If they do not lose, well basically if they draw, you don't lose your stake. Vinamo Sagre, Vezian Handicap 0 here, then
0: Galatasaray, Lazio, I pretty much like the odds for Lazio, 2.10, in my opinion, one of the favourites to arrive uh, very far away in this Europa League because I kind of like uh, this season Lazio, even if they had, uh, they suffered the first defeat of the season. This weekend against Milan with this new project uh, created by Sarri, Dani and Galatasaray, they were playing actually the preview of the but they were completely thrashed by PSV. Therefore, they had to play a couple of previous rounds in this Europa League. Probably they have the name, but not the players anymore.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, it, this is this is a, this is a tie that reminds you of uh, Champions League in the mid '90s when you know when the Mien was a very 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 tough place to go. Uh, we'll find out on Tuesday whether it's still uh, the same um, with Lazio, obviously managed by Sarri, who won the. the this competition in 2018 uh, with Chelsea. And, you know, at the weekend, disappointed Lazio. They suffered a lot against uh, Milan, lost to nil. Milan pressed them really, really high. They didn't let them play. Uh, Lazio were bad both defensively and when they had to build the play, they couldn't use the entire width of uh, the pitch, uh, always into narrow uh, spaces. Milan robbed possession quite a lot. Well, once uh, Sarri said that it takes almost three years for his teams to assimilate his ideas we are only three games into the season so we can't expect too much but uh, they need a a reaction probably this team under Simon Inzaghi wasn't used to press so much they were more of a counter-attacking team we know sorry, it's a different uh, mentality of course he's gonna make a lot of changes I'm expecting a start for the Kosovarian Muriki up front remember they signed him for almost 20 minutes millions last year he hasn't quite uh, delivered but yes we're going to see a lot of changes as well and last year you know the uh, the subs of Lazio weren't quite up to the task that's why also Lazio crashed out of the Europa League uh, really early we'll see let's see how the team has been uh, strengthened for Galatasaray yes I mean uh, the past glories but uh, this is the past they only won one of the last 30 European games excluding the qualifying no wins in 13 actually they lost nine and this season they were heavily defeated by uh, psv they always conceded so far in the qualifying rounds of the champions league and the europa league they got experience they got experience in muslera who by the way used to play for lazio van anolt ryan babel a young derby Soglo front uh, who used to play for Brantford. you know the the environment could be the key Let's see how it goes. I think Galatasaray to score first could be a good odd. 2.40. Oh,
0: you uh, think that <laughs> there might be a surprise at the Alisa and these two teams, Galatasaray and Lazio, are in Group E, together with Lokomotiv Moscow and Maxel. So, Maxel and Lazio, they are favorites to go through. Also, because Maxel, they started the season pretty well in uh, France. They are third, even with one... Game in hand, uh, Sampaoli is building a very interesting team, very offensive one with good players like uh, Chechik Under, yeah. for instance, or Dimitri Payet. Uh, Lokomotiv third in Russia. Danny Marcel, favorites here.
1: They are favorites because, despite Lokomotiv being unbeaten in the Russian league, uh, I think they are maybe a bit untested in European football at this level. Uh, I think uh, this could be this could be tough for them. Uh, last year they finished third in the Russian league. They really never quite challenged for the title and then I think the good good players I mean Fido Smolov we saw him playing for Russia more and more I think now he's going to start more games under the new manager Carpin uh, Miranchuk, uh, one of the two brothers obviously the one that didn't move to Atalanta they are quite skillful uh, quick uh, they could you know they could uh, they could trouble Marcel if they play of course because let's not forget that this is a this is a competition where often there are uh, many changes the bad news for Lokomotiv is they only kept one clean sheet it's in nine games so far, but they always score, just then in one occasion they didn't score. Marcel, Marcel, uh, they look uh, to start, they are absorbing San Paulo's vision. Well, I don't know how many years it takes San Paulo to mould the team, Sarri said three years, I don't know, maybe San Paulo will last less, three months, but they start to absorb it. They start looking like a San Paulo team also, because he's been there since February, let's face it, so he had a season and a half, I mean half a season already, to adjust playing his trademark 3-4-2-1, that we saw with Chile, we saw with Argentina, with mixed uh, results, but you know, they br- they brought some some interesting players, of course from there, Genduzzi, Lirola used to play uh, Fiorentina, and then Gerson from Flamengo, high price tag for this experienced midfielder, experienced in, uh, in Italy uh, and obviously in Brazil, so they could be really the person who can make them tick in the middle of the field. So they have spent quite a lot in the summer and they expect a good season and they were very good at the weekend as well I saw them against Monaco two goals from yang quick explosive two goals in his first start so you can tell Pauli does not lack courage when he makes the selections I can see goals because you know Pauli team is always gonna go for it over 2.5 goals very good odds 1.95 then let's go to
0: Sevilla. Uh, actually, probably lived there for a while and we can see his uh, footprint in Sevilla. But now we are talking about Betis facing Celtic. Also Celtic, uh, one of these teams, clubs that uh, the All Glories uh, passed. Actually, they lost uh, recently the All Farm. Last season they were unable to win the Scottish League. They were kicked out very early also in the previews of the Champions League. And Betis, Dani, is a difficult team to predict always. They got the first victory in La Liga yesterday, on Monday, against uh, Granada, but they are not playing great. It's very difficult
1: to read uh, this Pellegrini team. And also, I noticed that Betis played yesterday, finished to play almost at midnight in Spain. Celtic played on Saturday, so they almost have two days and a half rest more than Betis not really fair, is it? I don't think La Liga handed, uh, give a hand to uh, Betis, who, as you mentioned, yes, Pellegrini's team, not a great start to the season, definitely an experienced side, but they finished last year very strongly, with 11 games unbeaten, including draws with Atletico Madrid and Real Madrid, which allowed them then to qualify since uh, sixth place for uh, the Europa League. Interesting, last year they scored 50, they conceded 50, so quite balanced, that means often they win one, you know, the games, They not a lot of goals in those uh, games, but they were one of the worst defence in the top half of the table. So it is something that uh, Pellegrini needs to look at. They replaced Emerson Royal with Bayerin, See how the complexion changes, but pretty much is the same team of last year, still with the great Joaquim pulling the strings in midfielders. Celtic, I think they have a problem with scoring goals this season they are a, a team in transformation especially now that the Japanese Furuashi is out with an injury injury is being great at the beginning of the season it uh, solved a lot of problems with them especially in the game against Alkmaar in the first uh, you know in the last qualifying rounds for the Europa League um, at the weekend uh, they were stubborn against Ross Country they had to uh, try and try to Finally, find the breakdown against a team that uh, defended pretty much all the game. You know, uh, Poste Koglu, the, um, the Australian managers, by the way, he's the first Australian to manage in the Europa League ever. So he's building the team, he's a reconstructing the team, he's trying to instill a different mentality, he's building the play from the back, uh, more of a passing game, Try not to rush, uh, be more composed on the ball. It takes time, I think, for them to be competitive and competitive with Rangers this year, considering also, you know, the outgoings in the market, you know, they also lost odds Eduard in the end. So it's a transition season for them. But uh, I think uh, for them, the target could be Europe or do a good campaign in Europe. And as I said, you know, they are slightly more rested. They arrive in Spain with, you know, a fresher mind, I would say. I like the double chance. X2, so either a draw or a win for Celtic, 228. Surprise uh, here, Joaquin, by the way, he was
0: complaining because he's not playing enough, in his opinion, in this start of the season, but he's quite... experience, let's say. Then Monaco, Stumgrad, very bad, very, very bad start of the season for Monaco, for Kovacs, they were out of the Champions League preview, even if they were this close to qualify against uh, Shakhtar Donetsk in the weekend, they lost, as we mentioned before, against uh, Marcel and Stumgrad, they are second in the Austrian Bundesliga after, of course, Salzburg, it's been a while actually without seeing Stoengrath in a European competition in the group. Stages, Danny, so favourite Monaco at one point, they need to react, they need a good result.
1: I think uh, Monaco supporters need to look at the positive in this very difficult moment. They are creating chances, they are dominating games, they are just not scoring enough. Or they are not creating quality chances, they create half chances, but I think all the propositions are there. I mean, this is a team that last year for a bit fought for the title or thought they could fight for the title in France. So the talent is not lost. They have been maybe a little bit unlucky in some games. For example, the the game, the return game against Shakhtar in the champ in the UEFA uh, Champions League, uh, quite a knockout they should have uh, gone through. They were uh, dom- so unlucky. They dominated the game, even I will say both games. So uh, the quality is obviously uh, there, and you know there are some individual performances as well, even in the defeat against Marseille. Uh, Chouamani, caenrique Enrique, Fofana. Uh, the Problem is that uh, you know uh, Folland and uh, um, and his partner um, El Nasiri in uh, up front, they're not scoring and this is quite unusual. Um, bit of a question mark whether Golovin will play. He picked up an injury a few days ago, so it could be it could be interesting to see if actually Kovacs risked him because they need a win and they can get a win against Sturm Graz because you know Sturm Graz is an inexperienced team. This is the first time they reached. The group stage in the last uh, 10 years back then they lost five out of six games so they really haven't got the European uh, pedigree. They are seven points behind Salzburg in the Austrian league who won them all. They finished third last year and also, you know, in the in the Austrian league, they haven't scored even that many, just over 50. So I don't think they can pose a great threat to Monaco. Again, uh, look at the lineups because there could be changes. Look if Golovin is playing, but assuming he is, uh, I think Monaco is going to capitalize on the chances that will create. So Asian handicap minus 1.5, 230. So, to win your stake, Monaco needs to win by two goals margin.
0: I remember Aston playing the Champions League in the Arnold Schwarzenegger we
1: do. We do.
0: Yeah, Real Madrid traveling to Austria, to Graz, to play that game. Then we were talking about Monaco, that they haven't started well the season. What to say about Eintracht Frankfurt? Now they face Fenerbahce. They only have, the German team, only have three points in this start of the Bundesliga, no victories. Uh, we were always uh, commenting with rather Vegas that they lost uh, Andres Silva and a lot of quality. And Glasner, the new coach, is not working yet. And they face a final Fenerbahce team. They are third in the Turkish
1: league and they have some big names. Danny, they have Mesut Ozil or yeah. Luis
0: Gustav, for
1: instance. And this could be finally balanced, I think, because uh, Eintracht is not in a great form, as you mentioned, whereas um, Fenerbahce are stronger uh, at home in Europe rather than away uh, so let's start with uh, Interact uh, three consecutive draws they could not beat Stuttgart the weekend Stuttgart with 10 men and in the end they equalize in the very uh, last minute so uh, there is also a bit of a confidence issue uh, how do they replace the many goals scored by Adrian Silva uh, there have been a lot of changes this summer a lot of loans, players coming and going probably in the end even Philip. Kostic wanted to leave uh, really, he wanted to go somewhere else but Lazio couldn't manage to sign him, there was a little bit of mistakes with the negotiations, so you know, in the end he ended up in chaos, but uh, he was an unhappy player at the end uh, Fenerbahce are doing well in the league, just one goal considered in four games, uh, they only won one of the, but you know, when you look at the, i got some stats, If you when you look at the away games in the Europa League they only won only two of the last 15 Europa League games, excluding the qualifiers. So they don't travel uh, very well and, um, you know, uh, probably they'll they'll have more chances when they play at home. For this one, uh, Eintracht Frankfurt to win the first half, 2-25. I mean, based especially on the form uh, from last year, I would say. For sure, there will be many
0: Turkish supporters in the Uh, for a stadium as we all know then uh, the best game of this match day for sure actually these teams were very close to qualify for the Champions League uh, last season Leicester City Napoli very tough one to call they both should uh, should arrive uh, far in this uh, competition Leicester Danny lost 0-1 in the weekend against uh, Man City. Also, they have one thing in common. I think that the last season both played uh, in the Europa League and they were a bit disappointed because uh, Na- uh, Leicester lost against uh, Slavia Prague, whereas Napoli they lost against Granada. We both expected, I guess, uh, to arrive uh, way farther away. But for this game, Napoli arrived a bit better, of course, because they beat Juventus, although you are not convinced yet about this uh, Napoli. They are still uh, building up a new team, of course.
1: I think with Spalletti, yes, they are building up a new team, a new confidence. The big job for Spalletti this season is to make the players believe that they're as good as anybody else in the Italian league. So avoid lapses of concentration, uh, mood swings that sometimes uh, just uh, let them lose points or games in a stupid way. And we saw against Juventus, they didn't start the game uh, really well because they conceded a very stupid goal with a mistake from Manolas. They were under the coach for 10-15 minutes, then the, they had better rhythm, they were um, quicker on the ball, so in the end they ended up suffocating Juventus, but I think they suffer too much from, uh, from the game. In reality, they should have controlled it also because Juventus had a lot of absentees. They played a high tempo in the end, made the most of Juventus' mistakes. Uh, so they are top of the league in Italy with nine points, but I think they have been attached touch lucky. Also, the previous game against Genoa, uh, I think they got three points, they deserve uh, just one. The problem with Napoli is that they really didn't strengthen the squad this summer because they should have brought a new left back and they are still stuck with uh, Mario Rui, Uh, they should have brought perhaps another um, creative uh, midfielder, instead uh, they brought a defensive midfielder, which is very good, like uh, Zambo Anghisa. and then you know there is always uh, the question whether how many games Mertens is going to start, they got Petagna up front, do they trust him enough to make him start this sort of game, so you know uh, there are quite a selection issues there, they're still dealing with with a couple of small injuries to players. I know that they brought back Unas, uh, for example, from the Lona Crotone, again, but he has to step up with other uh, players. So this could be a really tough uh, trip for Napoli because last year Leicester, yes, they lost against Lava Praga, but let's not forget they won the FA Cup. So they are very good in Cup competitions especially knockout and uh, you know okay they lost against lavia praga but they were negotiating with the fourth place in that in the premier league which they missed for the second season in a row and it's difficult to play three competitions for a team like leicester however last year uh, rogers uh, teams won all the group stages games at home so they have to be favorite for this one he will make changes as he did last year let's see probably a start for uh, Pat Sondaka from Salzburg we haven't seen much of him and he could be you know someone who can really be eager to uh, leave a mark Uh, i'm gonna go for a Leicester win on this one 235.
0: Leicester win and as I said this is a very good game also the following one uh, PSV Real Sociedad PSV leaders in the Dutch uh, Eredivisie they also won the Dutch uh, Super Cup and they are scoring a lot of goals. They were also disclosed to qualify for the group stages of the Champions League, but they lost against uh, Benfica, whereas Real Sociedad also would start uh, for them in uh, La Liga. They are fourth right now. They won at the weekend. Also last season, Danny, they were quite competitive in Europe. They only lost against uh, Man United.
1: PSV, favourites, but I even like the odds for the Dutch team for me this is the best game this is the game to watch because I believe this could be the year of PSG both domestically also in Europe I'm not gonna say they're gonna win the Europa League but you know they got a lot of talents especially young talents Madueke Englishman, Gakpo, he already played for the Dutch national team, combined with experienced players, Zahawi from Israel, is scoring domestically and with his national team, Götze can still do it, you know, he showed us, and you know, he's a very good team, and they deserve much more against uh, Benfica as well in the uh, Champions League knockout, so I think, again, uh, they should be strong favourites for uh, to win this group, and they scored a lot, Score 17 goals in the last six games, I Ajax are gonna find a tougher opponent in the Eredivisie this year. Real Sociedad uh, trickling sheets after the initial defeat to Barcelona, so a decent start of the season as well. Uh, Last year uh, they had a good defence, so that Poor defensive display against Manchester United in the Europa League was uh, strange, but in La Liga they conceded 38 goals, which, you know, is a decent tally, same as Barcelona, you know, they didn't concede many. And they haven't changed much, really, in the summer. It's pretty much the same team, but they got much more European experience. Oyer Zabal, you know, played at the Euros, played at the Olympics, well if he's not knackered, hopefully he will play against PSV and over. And then Isaac very good european experience was very good probably one of the the, the young player of the tournament at the euros again very good with uh, with uh, with Sweden in the qualifier score against Spain so uh, there could be goals in it but i see the home side is slightly favorite i want to be cautious uh, so psv uh, I, psv asian handicap 0 1.82 okay they hold that not massive but think about it you know you just try to preserve your stake if psv wins you win one eighty two. if they do not lose you get it your-
0: Jarzabal, mm-hmm. he scored both goals actually in the weekend against uh, Cádiz for Real Sociedad and our last game, let's go to Scotland, rangers Lyon. we check the odds here, um, it's very, very balanced, pretty much the same for both uh, sides, Rangers, Scottish champions, they failed to qualify. To the Champions League. Huge disappointment in my opinion. They lost to Malmo. Whereas Lyon, Dani, after a slow start of the season for Boss, they were able to win the last uh, two games in the league and, and they have a lot of talent,
1: even if they lost uh, Memphis tonight, Rangers again is like Dinamo Zagreb. I I bet they didn't think they're gonna be they were going to be here in September. They thought they're gonna be in the, in the Champions League because the draw seemed favorable against Malmo they were outpaced by malmo malmo had better condition back in july uh, mid of august rangers couldn't cope with the physicality however you know now uh, rangers are start producing what they did uh, last year you know they start getting back on track The thing with last year rangers uh, they had an amazing home record in the in scotland they were unbeaten and you know uh, they found a way to win tough matches when even when they were not playing very well now what happened to rangers is that they need to start producing 90 minutes performances they need to uh, dominate games more so far they played well uh, back here and then. But you know, I think uh, you know there's there's, there's still a bit of work in progress so this could be a very important game in the uh, development of the season but they play a tough opposition Lyon are a bit strange so far you know strange results for example 3-3 a couple of weeks ago against Clermont Foot, the newly promoted they had the game basically won they throw it away then at the weekend 3-1 much more convincing against Strasbourg which is you know more accomplished team than Clermont Foot. The new manager, Peter Bosch, is doing really well, Uh, did really well against Leverkusen, so uh, give him a little bit of time, considering also that in the summer there's been a little bit of a revolution, the pie going out, but they brought in many players most of them in the very last minute of the transfer market Uh, players like Emerson Palmieri Shaqiri Boateng Dembele got him a bit earlier so they need to assemble the team which still has got uh, quite a lot of talent in there you know this Paqueta for example who's doing well has been doing well for last year and a half this could be maybe tough to call in the outright market but I think Lyon are gonna start strongly so Lyon to score first two or five Yep, Paquetá scoring many goals also
0: in Copa America. Danny, we have the best game game, we have big names of uh, European football in this uh, Europa League. Uh, Let's see what we can do also with our ACA because there are so many games that we can put them
1: together and try to make uh, even more money. I chose five games for you, Bayer Leverkusen to win, Marcel to win, Bedis and Celtic both to score, Leicester and Napoli over 2.5 goals, and Rangers and Lyon both to score. The total odds for this ACCA is 15.08. Perfect, Danny. Thank you very much,
0: as Thank always. Uh, let's try to make some money and see you very soon. See bye. you soon. And enjoy. Bye bye. Brilliant! We have now our Aka for Thursday's Games. We also have every single tip that Danny gave us. You can see them all right now on the screen. But of course, apart from Danny's predictions, I want to know yours. Let me know what you think in the comment section as always. And if you enjoy our videos, don't forget and click on the like, subscribe and click on the bell to get notifications. Or if you prefer, also we have a podcast for you. See you very soon and enjoy the Europa League.